0: everybody welcome back to another week of Ghosts in the scene the only certified ghost free and ghost friendly podcast i'm your host geo and i'm here with my co-host rob rob how are you wait Gio, did you did you hear that what was that i think
1: some okay yeah I, there might be like a ghost with me right now and i think it has something to say to us
0: okay uh ghost go ahead okay i think it just said boo oh my god
1: and i'm sorry i didn't give proper warning to to all you listeners at True. home yeah that's a that's a major trigger right there um sprinkle some holy water on your headphones um, sorry
0: that was a that yeah. was a shock guys yeah
1: um go back rewind uh, put some holy water before hearing that again uh, to, to cleanse yourselves. Uh, I'm doing that right now. Mm. I'm, I'm dunking my, my whole iPhone in holy water to make sure that it does not get into uh, my apps. That's the last thing that we need right now is to have
0: our apps haunted. It's a great, great idea for all of us to do that. Take a quick dunk and, yeah, rewind and listen to that empty audio space and really try to hear for that boo listen to it because it's going to be there. Rob does not lie. He heard it, which means you can hear it. So you know, sorry to shock you guys, but sometimes that's what people come for on podcasts. They, they come to listen to some shocking things and we give it to you just like everyone else, even better. You know, that's why you come to us. So thank you, Rob, you know, for the rude awakening, but we needed that. It's like a slap to the face and every now and then, you know, kinky or otherwise you need a slap to the face. And this is what this episode is all about. Last week, we had ourselves an all-out brawl for the Sorcerer Supreme title. And coming out on top, the champion, the true winner, was a Jim Carrey. And we saw it happen, you know, murdering, um, growing to the size of Godzilla, all kinds of antics, and I, I would say he you know, rose from the hatred of the audience and used that power to destroy all of his nemeses. And it was a sight to behold. Rob, um, I-, I can tell your jaw is just wide open, reeling from the memory.
1: I know I tears are pouring down my face right now. Um, and I have to say just like a little prayer because that's, you know, the ghosts that are leaking from my from my face right now. Mm. The the ghosts of Oprah, the ghosts of Betty White, the ghosts of George Clooney. I mean, we will be still seeing these faces in the media. I I mean, this is the kind of sorcery that Jim Carrey is bringing to the table. He will make it seem like all these people are still alive. But just know that these are shells. These are uh, representations of these people. Yeah. Um, and if you if you know guys that they're go, under the control of Jim Jim Carrey,
0: right? They're like uh, they're like golems. Somewhere in the Midwest, at a Chuck E. Cheese, there are some missing robots, mm-hmm. and no one knows where they went. We do. They're they're in they're you know with Betty White, and they reskinned the the drum machine um, robot, and all of a sudden, Betty White has more rhythm than she ever did. She has a pep in her step. And she can go for another 198 years. So, yeah, we know what he's doing with Elon Musk. We know what he's doing with, with all kinds of the, the billionaire class. And, you know, they can repurpose a lot of things from Chuck E. Cheese. You know, the recipes they have there aren't just for pizza. And we all forget that. They make, you know, giant rats. That's the second commodity that they have. They have pizza and then they can create on a whim giant humanoid rats that play with kids. So they train them. That it's itself, you know, you better believe that the government has a uh, hand in that and they're purchasing these rats for their own reasons. And this kind of ties perfectly with wh- what we're going to talk about later, just with the idea of giant animals being used for uh, sport, for activity reasons. And uh, we'll get into that later. Let's get into the Sorcerer Supreme, Jim Carrey. This is a man, and it's, it's hard to even say the word man because that's not the encapsulation of what Jim Carrey is. He is so much more than just a man. He is a myth. He is, you know, pure comedy. I think all of his bones, he got them removed to be funny bones. So this guy is funny to the bone. And he's also, you know, one of the saddest figures in Hollywood, you know, sadder than Vin Diesel, sadder than, you know, Tom Cruise, who tried to get eagle wings attached to his his body and they, they shriveled up and, and, you know, fell off, wasting about half of his millions of dollars of, of wealth. You know, that's a sad story, but Jim Carrey, this is a guy who was called dumb for a whole movie or dumber they don't they don't even say which one but which one is more hurtful you know to be dumb or to be dumber
1: if you go by pure logic he has to be both dumb and dumber before you know revealing the truth he's both at the same time
0: wow and that is an insult and that was early on in his career we're not going to get into the history of, you know, him in Canada, blah, 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 blah. If you want to watch a documentary series about him, go on PBS or something and, and look look up that. We're ghost hunters, okay? And he is our Sorcerer Supreme. That is a different kind of investigation that we had to do to understand what he is and what he's capable of. So, you know, I'm not getting into his childhood. I'm not, we're not going to touch any of that. And, you know, if we did, you better believe that we would have him, you know, barking up our, our alley because that's a lot of private information that we could reveal. You know, we have it. We're, I mean, it's just no point in making an enemy out of this man. And like I said, it's hard to even call him that. So early on in his career, let's just talk about some of the things that he did, right? From from being called dumb and or dumber, dumb and dumber, he goes and makes a movie called The Mask, and this is this is literally a possession movie, where he gets possessed by a mask, a wooden mask, that turns his face green, and he has superpowers, and I think is is in love with with uh, Cameron Cameron Diaz, and all of a sudden, you know, he has these otherworldly na- natural powers, so. You know, I, I know you're an expert in, in possessions, Rob. So can you explain why the green face and, and why why this possession movie? Of course. I mean, this
1: comes as a very pivotal part of Jim Carrey's career. Um, I think this movie made the most money ever made by a movie. Uh, it, definitely the uh, highest grossing film with – uh, a possession being its, you know, prominent um, focal point. Mm. Um, this is a performance that Jim Carrey got his first Golden Ghost for, uh, and that's no incident. You know, this is also I think something to keep in mind that this is part of a Hollywood ghost machine. You know, Jim Carrey played the role and was the was possessed, but you know, this is after years of grooming by the industry to put them in this position. And, you know, it takes a village to, to haunt, to, to someone, you know, um, and to create a possession of, of this magnitude of this power. Um, and the green face, you know, think about why someone would have a green face. Why wasn't this face? you know anything else right
0: blue red orange i mean there's lots of colors he could have used why green right so
1: when i think of a green face you know i whenever my face is getting green people are like rob are you are you okay like you look you look a little ill
0: mm. you look like you might throw up you might get sick yeah. right it's, I mean, that's, that's exactly what he's evoking in this movie. And that's why Cameron Diaz, you know, at the end of the movie throws the mask in, into the water because it makes her sick. And if you think about it, you know, that old mask is, is probably stinky. He, he, he puts it, it, it grasps onto his face. He has green lips and stuff. So that means it goes into his mouth. Right. He's making it- out with his old mask. And think about all the different faces that were on it. Like, you don't know who was wearing it
1: before. Uh, mm-hmm. Probably coughing into it.
0: You he know. found it in the trash. He found it in, the, in a garbage pile in, in, like, the sewage dump. And he didn't even wash it off. I didn't – there was no scene where he got, like, a some soap and, and, and a brush and cleaned it off. I mean, not even fuck? a Clorox wipe, you know? This is, and you know what, maybe we could even say, and I'm not sure if this is true, but, you know, this is why we're investigating this, that the inception of where his powers started might have been from this first possession. At least learning that he had this power might have woken up something in his, you know, lizard brain, in his wizard brain, more like it. And all of a sudden, he's, you know, he's able to start moving things with his mind. And start to predict certain things in the future that he's not even aware that he can do yet. You know, Cuban Pete, you know, the guy got an entire fleet of of police officers and paramedics to dance to his music. And that's power incarnate, you know, getting people to dance like that. Only Adam Levine has power like that in, in the current reality that we live in and
1: think about the phrases that he would use while wearing this mask somebody stop me like that is a cry for help yeah smoking
0: like he's on fire like he's like literally burning on fire alarms yeah somebody stop me wow when when you you know what's funny is that when you don't say it the funny way you know somebody stop you know when you don't say that funny way it is very sad that he's saying that because he's begging for somebody to stop him. So that that's what we're talking about. This is the first film where he gets possessed and then you have the humiliation aspect, right? So we, you know, with dumb and dumber, this isn't a reverse underground railroad situation, but we said that humiliation is access to power. It's access to a vein of power, right? And so he gets that, he gets possessed and all of a sudden his career shoots off like a rocket ship. He's friends with animals. He can communicate with animals in the pet detective movies, right? Adding more powers, more powers until he goes green face again. In the Grinch movie, this is the Grinch who stole Christmas stealing a day of the year A day as important as Christmas, where Santa is involved, where Jesus is involved. So, yes, he's getting more powerful, but Rob, he goes green face again.
1: I mean, so he's doubling down on the spell that he's doing here. So we go from 1994, and not only, you know, he's – just keep this in mind, too. Also in 1994, he plays Ace Ventura, uh, a man who can speak from his butt. Um, and he's in Dumb and Dumber. Uh, that's all within the same year. That's a that's three. That's triple, right?
0: And he spoke from his butt, people. Judy Dench. So if you're not seeing the ties to 2019-2020, you know, take off your shades, cool guy, you know? because there's some real investigations to be done right now. So please continue, Rob, because that's incredible. Right. So keep that in mind. There's three films, you know, because wow. Jim Carrey is great at
1: playing the long game, and this is an example. He has this triple power,
0: and then six years later, he's playing the Grinch. Wow. And ain't, ain't that something, math heads? You know, look at those numbers, three and six, right? That's six times six is 36. So that's a lot of sixes already. Let's, you know, continue down this path of, you know, the green face, green face twice in a row. It's like, he's making the same prediction twice, right? The sickness, the illness, something to do with, with, you know, green money, madness, chaos. There's a lot of things that could, could happen with green face. Ask Kermit, the frog, Jim Henson, he's not with us anymore. Is there a reason? Maybe the green face had something to do with it. I, you know, I don't know. It's not easy being green. <laughs> wow, Kermit, just like the "Somebody Stop Me" line. You know, without the the funny little voice, if you say it's just it's not easy being green, that's really sad. If you're green, so you know, you got other people that are fully green. The Grouch, he's living in a fucking trash can. So it, it is not easy being green. And Jim Carrey, now this is Sorcerer Supreme. So now he has the title, you know, there's no longer a question as to whether or not he has powers. He has powers. But we're talking about the 90s and the 2000s Jim Carrey, where he was just starting to kind of bud as a professional sorcerer, as a wizard, as a performer. And he had to go through these roles, do these movies in order to gain the power that he has now. But he made some enemies along the way. And I think it's when, you know, there are certain activists out there and they want to, you know, they want to make the world a better place, but they don't want to do it themselves. They want to have people with higher power do it for them, right? It's like, I personally... I'm I'm not speaking as me because I'm so powerful, but let's say I'm so small and tiny and I can't do anything, but I want a very famous person with a lot of power or a famous, you know, powerful magician to make the world a better place because they can do it and I can't. This is the story of Alessandra Mussolini and Jim Carrey. We have, and you guys might be wondering, Mussolini is, is this related to Benito Mussolini? Yes. That one. Absolutely. Uh, Yes. The granddaughter of Benito Mussolini, the fascist dictator of Italy in World War II. You know, that one. She is one of the biggest uh, adversaries of Jim Carrey. It's
1: It's basically, you know, spiritually, Jim Carrey is fighting the fascist axis powers of world war ii like all these you know black shirt ghosts from italy are definitely setting their
0: sights at jim carrey absolutely and let us quickly um just kind of go over their beef right um jim carrey is fighting the spiritual warfare that he is being the Sorcerer Supreme. But this is maybe last year, so he didn't have the title yet. He was still vying for it though, right? The competition is still heated. Him and Betty White were neck and neck before the fight. And I'm sorry to have wrapped that, but that's just the truth. And so we have you know, Jim Carrey and Alessandra Mussolini. And she calls him, she says, you are a bastard. You are a bastard, she says. And she also says, do you know the history of hashtag Rosa Park? Okay. <clears throat> I know you're thinking, you know, you're all yelling at, at your phones. It's Rosa Park's geo, you idiot. No. Take that back. Apologize to me. Apologize. And no, it is, she said Rosa Park. No S. So. I tried to look into it. We both tried, Rob and I, and our street team. I Google, and you do it yourself. You Google Rosa Park, no S. And you tell me what you get, because I'll tell you what I got. I got Rosa Parks. What'd you get, Rob? Rosa Parks. Huh. So we both get Rosa Parks, which is incredible they erased Rosa Park whoever Rosa Park was whoever Alessandra Mussolini wanted us to know it they erased her she is a non-existent person on Google so there goes the truth guys what what I and I don't know and th- this is the hardest part about being an investigator Rob is that I don't know what Rosa Parks knows I'm sorry Rosa Park and now, you know, we're going to have to live with the fact that we might never know. And she might have the key ingredient that will tell us what made Jim Carrey into what he is today. Was it the fact that he was Bruce Almighty and had a, you know, an entire three or four months on set with God? You know, he had like 10 fingers in one scene. Imagine the fun that him and his, his girlfriends had that night him and his 10 fingers massaging her you know 20 times with his little butterfly fingers so this is the kind of fun that he gets to have working with god you know he can give him 20, 20 fingers i mean it's these
1: are the mysteries that we have to unravel and this is why i'm glad that all of you come to us uh for our expert you know investigations, but know that there are still mysteries out there that we are still trying to uncover. like this is how deep uh, this this goes. You know we're talking about the sorcerer supreme the the head honcho of magic in the world in the universe today. and there's information that's being hidden from us. Is Jim the one that's bearing the lead here, uh perhaps? Uh, uh, this also comes through, you know, you might be asking us to wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Why, why do these fascists have beef with Jim? Um, I mean, they have beef with like almost literally anyone. So it's like not really a surprise. Um, but Mm -hmm. specifically Jim, you know, kind of invoked the, the death of Benito Mussolini, almost re-killing him in uh, the form of scripture. Um, drawing a cartoon um jim carrey uh is basically his own new yorker um the mm-hmm. new yorker you know tries to to make cartoons like jim carrey um to some effect but i mean we know that you know this is our this is our sorcerer supreme um so he makes these little cartoons and his cartoons are are truth you know new yorker cartoons are are kind of I'll I'll say this I'll put my the my the line in the sand they're phony yeah you know, they 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 try to make these spells but they're they don't really have the right you know wizards
0: no to, to their is issue, cast them. their issue is that they don't consult with mystics Mm-mm. they don't consult with psychics they don't consult with animal uh, psychics and those are different professions people if you have a psychic that's also an animal psychic. You're dealing with a the kook. They they do not exist. It is impossible. Okay, it's like so splitting, those, yeah, like splitting your brain up into like fifty different pieces. I mean, it's, it's it's such a crazy scam. It's 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 insane.
1: Yeah. So when you in the New Yorker, when you see like a talking dog, kind of trying to make a sly remark. No, that that is a complete mistranslation.
0: Yeah, they don't know what a talking dog is saying. You know, they don't have an animal psychic on hand. It's made up. So just, you know, fake news up up and down the board. And there's other reasons why, you know, Jim Carrey has beef with these, with especially with Mussolini, with Alessandra Mussolini, especially. Now, her grandfather suffered a humiliating end, right? And Jim Carrey, in his comic, once, like you said, re-kills him, but also re-shows that humiliation right which like i said humiliation is a a ticket to power this is what reignites alessandra mussolini and her arc now how are they connected they're connected by their equal shared i would say prophecy right they both have it's like they they both glimpse at a future And this future is today, is 2020, this summer, July 24th, 2020. We're talking about Tokyo 2020, the Summer Olympics, and a little song that Alessandro Mussolini wrote slash predicted in 1982 called Tokyo Fantasy. right there tokyo fantasy mystery 1982 everybody we have mussolini alessandro mussolini describing what could only be something terrifying happening at the 2020 summer olympics in tokyo japan what about rosa park what about jim carrey And the green face, the Grinch, the mask, Tokyo fantasy, her calling him a bastard. All of this ties into what I believe is their shared prophecy of the tragedy at the Winter Olympics. Now, I can't be sure. You know, uh, Rob, we have a a lot more work to do. But um, at least we know that something is something is coming. Now, um, have you consulted with any of your psychics, any of your mystics to to see what's down the road?
1: I mean, of course, I'm consulting with them all the time. And I think we're seeing similar trends. You know, it's as the future starts to unveil itself, you know, as the curtain starts to be lifted, you know, it's kind of like predicting the weather. So... Today it may look a certain way, but tomorrow there may be a hurricane coming down the pipe uh, down the pike, and you know there are certain signs that you can see that the wind starts blowing a little bit harder um but sometimes you know that hurricane dissipates as well, so it's hard to say anything definitively, but I think what is for certain is that. These Olympics, in some way, are going to be like no other Olympics in history of the world. Um, that's a fact. And that's just a fact.
0: That's a fact, people. Exactly
1: how they are going to be different is still things you know, that, we're, that I'm uncovering.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: it is written on the walls that we will see things we have not seen before. You know, this is 2020.
0: We are coming into full, clear vision. I mean, and we have the green face to, to understand and to kind of wrap our heads around. We have to understand what it means to have a green face. Is it sickness? Is it possession? Is it, you know, uh, aesthetically pleasing? Does it feel, do you feel sexy in it? You know, I, smoking, I don't know. And we're gonna have to understand that, that we don't know right now, but we will know eventually. You know, July 24th is coming we have a few months to figure this out, but I would be, you know, on your toes, people, you know, I I would start looking around and asking yourself the big hard questions. You know, what is a Tokyo fantasy? And we can dive a little bit into the
1: lyrics to understand what's going on. Mm. Uh, Since it is a spell, right?
0: Absolutely. Music
1: is spell work. Um, So, let's look at the chorus specifically because this is kind of the thesis of the spell uh she's and i'll just be saying it in in english uh since we just heard it in in the japanese um you know, italian
0: japanese italian japanese guys and x's and y's we have to understand that you know we're working with a layer on top of a layer on top of a layer and this is a letter to jim carrey at the end of all of it. So, you know, an extra PS, I, you, know, j- you know, postscript to Jim. So, you know, please continue, Rob, but keep your heads around that, guys. Right. Of course. So. Of course. So you start off by saying
1: pale sparkle fantasy. And fantasy is also said in English. Mm. It's easy to feel mystery <sighs> while staring tenderly my heart becomes a (gasps) flame tokyo night smoking smoking
0: the olympic torch wow the night of the olympic torch lighting pale facing faces so
1: it's you know that's also like when you're sick you're you're pale you're sweaty
0: now i don't i didn't want to Bring this up because this is not a health show. But we did just crown a Sorcerer Supreme, and his power can be used for bad. And a crown in Spanish is a corona. We're talking about the coronavirus, everybody. So, the crown that we just gave Jim Carrey could have been used. And in in Italian, what is crown? Let's look it up. It's corona. So Alessandra Mussolini called in 1982 that the coronavirus was coming to Tokyo, as well as Jim Carrey also calling it in 1994, you said? Mm Mm-hmm. And, and again I, in 2000 I, and and yet we have her calling him a bastard and and what i believe is i think rosa park is the original whistleblower the original mystic that gave jim carrey his power and alessandra mussolini she knows it she knows it and for some reason, he was able to I mean I, I know the reason he was able to get Google to disappear Rosa Park, out of existence, and she's the only one that has called him out. So as, as, as much as you know she is the granddaughter of a terrible fascist, in, in the wizarding world, sometimes you know, there are shades of gray that are you know beyond wh- how we can perceive. So she could be one foot in the dark, one foot in the light, and so could Jim Carrey, right? We, we just don't know what they're up to. But what we can say definitively is that they have a beef, and it is over the 2020 winter or tw- uh, Summer Olympics.
1: Right. I mean, at the very least, we can say is that they had similar intel,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? I think motives are are more tricky thing to, to pin down. Uh, Maybe Jim Carrey uncovered this plot, you know, from the – you know, maybe Alessandra is carrying out this prophecy, you know, or this uh, epidemic, this health epidemic that may have been first developed by her
0: grandfather. Wow. Right? Biological warfare. Wow. Eighty years later, but, you know – Maybe maybe that's the genius of, of the Mussolini family, that it was going to be carried through, you know, generations. We don't know, and, and Jim might know, and Rosa Park might know. So this is a, a call to the street team. If you or anybody you know knows of a Rosa Park, no S, you know, contact us at ghostinthescene at gmail.com. You know, Twitter at ghostinthescene if you want to tweet at us. Instagram at Ghost in the Meme, you know, DM us if you know anybody named Rosa Park that we'll interview because she might know unwittingly, you know, about Mussolini, about Carrie. She might know about, you know, the Cuban Missile Crisis for all we know. We don't know what she knows. So let's, you know, let's have a call to action on, on that one, people. So I think we're gonna we're gonna leave it there and just say, you know we crowned him, but it's not like we had a choice. He took the crown and he put it on his head. And so we have to live with that. And, you know, he is a powerful man. We're going to uh, be putting in some, some videos on our social media, just showing just how powerful he truly is. And uh, you're just going to see that he's convening and talking with spirits. He's talking with gods I mean, he already did a movie with him so it just makes sense that uh this is a man not to be messed with so to our of supreme jim carrey you know i salute you and uh thanks thank you once again our, our fans and everybody for uh, following us and being with us on this wonderful february in 2020.
1: thank you stay in the scene keep those eyes on the screen uh we, you know this is just the beginning of this journey Um, you know, when I was saying Jim Carrey could be calling out, we were just saying that he obviously knew about this. Um, Mm -hmm. and again, motives is something that we're not quite sure uh, what to make of. We just know that he is aware and has great power and great power is great responsibility as, as is said. Um, so what, what can we... Jim Carrey be held responsible for is something that we're going to be digging deeper into, um, you know, just know that I don't know whether we should fear him uh, re- revere him. Mm. Uh, you know, and I think both those emotions are tricky things also to pin down. Um, I don't think you have to do either. I think we're just trying to understand because uh, if we also, you know, knowledge is power, right? Right, everyone. And so if we get to learn the secrets.